0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to this is Iberts Podcast. This is your post-match reaction, immediate reaction to Aris Limassol 2, Rangers 1 tonight. An atrocious performance from Rangers again, but it's what we expect at this point. I'm joined by Ian Mitchell to go through it, Ian. I was going to ask you how you are. That may be a silly question, but I'll, I'll ask you anyway. How are you?
1: I'm great. Yeah, living the dream. <laughs> um, no, I'm the one thing I'm not is surprised. Which is sickening at this point, but we we'll go on. Yeah, I, I came into that tonight even with a,
0: a wee bit of optimism. I was on the podcast last night, and and I felt Rangers would have enough to get through this game, regardless of how they've been playing lately. Um, I expected a much better performance. I think you you naturally see when when a ch- team changes their manager, you just naturally see a wee lift from the players. It, it might not be a lot, but there's just something. Um, and I don't think we got any of that tonight. Um, so we'll, we'll dive right into it. I'm going to give you your chance here to to maybe rant about all of this. Just without, well, maybe touch on elements of the game, certain players, things like that, maybe have a wee look at the goals. But honestly, just just give me your kind of initial reaction to that tonight. Like Just the general feeling around this team at the moment. How are you feeling? I, I don't put this lightly,
1: but I feel like I hate them. And I, I, I've never said that in my life at a Rangers team. That's a wild thing to say about the team you love. But if you go through the whole team, bar maybe one or two, if I'm being very generous, it just looks like the players don't care. And I'm not one of these guys It's like, oh, you need to be pumping up the crowd and shouting and bawling. And all this. And I don't really see that too much. Just do your talking with the ball. But the lack of effort, the lack of application, the lack of drive, hunger, all these kind of buzzwords. It's just throughout that team right now and and like you i was quite optimistic tonight i thought they're not a great team that's proven like this isn't a like good european side we are up against yet we didn't really have much of a glove on them a little bit of an onslaught towards the end but i think they're pretty comfortable which does not bode well for us going forward and as i'm saying you go through that whole team bar the goalkeeper who again you can't put too much blame on defense terrible midfield invisible and that's there's no words for that attacking lineup. Bar Seema I think, did give a bit of something here and there, but one man's not going to win a game of football. That was shocking all over.
0: Yeah, I, I funny you've said that about Sema. I think he's one of only two positives tonight, and we might as well get it out of the way now because yeah. I think the rest of is going to be negative. I think his performance tonight, at least he I, I felt like he was giving everything. Yeah, he, he showed a couple of yeah, he showed a couple of bright sparks in there. It's a really good header for the goal. Um, so you can recognise the quality in there. The other positive, like I said, we'll get out of the way, Ross McCausland coming on tonight. I think he made an impact when he came on as well. He looked good. Um, it's someone in the B team that's been around for a wee while, um, and it, the rumours are around the club that he's, on, he's been on the fringes, he's been very close yep. to getting in, and he's had his opportunity tonight, and he deserves it. He deserves it, and he's coming in, and, he, and he's shown something about himself. Also. So let's let's hope he can kick on. That's probably the only positives we're going to get out of this reaction, Ian, so I thought yeah. I, would, I would pick on Don't that quickly. Definitely. Um maybe before we touch on some of the elements of the game there, there was you spoke there about Aris in terms of their their effort in the game, hard work. And I think that's something you just always want to see from a team. And I think it's something I always say about players um in terms of if they're low in confidence, maybe not playing too well, the way to get the fans to, to still get behind you is to really, really work hard, whether that's out of possession or just doing things for your teammates to facilitate the team. I don't get that from this Rangers team at all no. at the moment. It, it looks, uh, I know you can always, the first thing you always do when a, when a team's not playing well is you do usually look at the manager, right? That's just the way of modern football, but this looks like a really disjointed team. Now, I understand there's there's a lot of players that have went out the door this summer and his lot came in, but there's there's players in there that have been there for a long time, understand the requirements of playing for Rangers, and I don't see these big players making the difference you know, where are your James Taverniers, your Connor Golds, and your John Lundstroms grabbing the initiative in this game and, and ensuring that the intensity is there, the desires there, the belief? I don't see that from these big players. And ultimately, if if you don't see that from these big players, should they really be here? You because you're relying on these, on these guys to make the difference tonight. You can't look at the interim team. In charge for this game, Stephen yeah. Davis has been brought in. He's only been in for two days. You brought in the likes of Alex Ray, Stephen Smith, Brian Gilmore. You know, there's of course Alex Ray has some experience behind him. The rest of the the rest of the guys are working in the academy. This this is a team put together to just try and get something out of this team. The players have to take responsibility tonight, and they didn't. Give me give me your some of your thoughts on on the big players in this squad because I I think sometimes. The, the criticism of them is harsh. It's maybe over the top. I don't feel that way at all tonight. I think the three of them in particular, Lundstrom, Goldson and Tabernier, need to do so much more and be so much better for this Rangers
1: team. Yeah, yeah. this this team is quite a new team in terms of its attack and the guys up front and just building connections and stuff. So you can give a little tiny bit of leeway in terms of guys like Lammers doesn't quite know Destler's preferred run and where he takes the ball and stuff like that. But the back four, or at least three of the back four, have played well into the hundreds of games for the club now. They know each other. They know what the club's about. Lundstrom's involved in that as well. And you just don't get that effort like vibe off of them anymore. I don't know if it's an age thing and everyone's just a little bit slower. I don't know if it's the effort as such. because I don't necessarily believe players just stop trying or don't play for the badge, that kind of stuff. But there's just so much disconnect. It looks like a team of strangers that come up at a game of fives together and just... Try and knock the ball about and see what happens. There's no, I keep seeing connections, but there's no build up play, there's no passages of play, there's no movement, there's no awareness time and time again. I mean, that, I, I stress again, that team we played tonight isn't great. No. We should be scoring three, four, five goals in that kind of setup. Yet yeah, we had the goal. Beyond that is the it's not that the like goalie had a great game. Wasn't too much in that for him to do. Goal where mr offside is offside again it's just i'm so disconnected with this team and i think a lot of fans are feeling the same way obviously the instant reaction in our group chat a lot of guys are saying this is the, kind of the lowest they have been for a good while anyway going back years now but I, I don't see how this gets fixed you mentioned that like interim team nothing against them again they they pretty much had to play the team that was fit but maybe sefuentes stepping out but I don't think he's a game changer that we're all hoped he would be. So again, is that a big call? Not really. And beyond that, I I just don't see any positive from this tonight or where again we go from here. I, I don't I don't have any confidence going to Paisley on Sunday. I don't have any confidence going forward in this team. And we're the the side of the old firm that had the better start in terms of the easier start, if you want to put it that way. So absolutely scunnered at this point. Yeah,
0: I think that's a good point there. That's something I was speaking to to someone about today in terms of our fixtures to begin the season, especially domestically. Of course, it's the reaction to their Limassol game, but we have had the the kind of favourable start to this season, and and you've seen how this team has performed. <laughs> yeah, tonight I I think you you said something that you're you know we're, we're disconnected with this team. I, I'm kind of numb to this team. There's yeah. there's not really anyone that I particularly believe in anymore and i i think it's up to the players to earn that the players have to come out and show us something as fans they're not doing it at all you know i i seen the reaction after the game tonight and the players are standing in front of the fans and they're giving it's it the nothing. kind of the you know that that look of oh we've you know we're just we're it's unlucky at the moment we're not getting the way of it it's the slow clap and things like that people aren't interested in that People want to see a performance in the park. They're not interested in you coming over and thanking the the travelling fans after the game. That doesn't mean anything. What the fans want to see that are there is a performance. Something to buy into again. The manager has now departed. There is no one else to to shield you from criticism now. There was an opportunity for those players tonight to go out. And it it sounds a bit cynical, but put the blame on Michael Beale. Why there hasn't been performances At the moment, they could have gone out, gone out and shown something, and the fans could have went. You know what? We've made the right decision. The managers moved on, I, I, and now we've, we can get behind this squad again. They're clearly showing something. I didn't get, I didn't get any of that tonight. And I think you made a good point as well, where you know we could come in this podcast and we could claim that Aris Limassol looked great. And you know, you're in. And I always talk about it. You're in European competition. There's no, there's no easy games. And I think there's an element of truth to that, but you know we've we've just watched that game we've analyzed that game they they didn't really have a lot let's be honest um the the goals that they've scored are pretty easy they're pretty simple um it's came from out wide it's two crosses into the box it's, it's there's nothing really there that makes me think that this aras limassol team are going to qualify from this group put it that way so that's really really disappointing for me um i think we're going to. i think let, let's talk about the goals first then, right? Before we kind of move on to some individuals, even though we've touched on the big players yes. there and we'll probably come back to them. But let, let's talk about the goals a wee bit. Um, I'll maybe just summarise them, right? And you can give me your thoughts on them. Uh, the first one for, for Ramos Lumisal, the, the ball's out on the right-hand side, I think. Cross into the box. Decent ball in, um, but Golson's just caught behind his man. One of those one of those efforts in the centre-half where he kind of ducks and, and lets his man get a free header. It's a good header, I suppose, but not a lot. Didn't really earn it. And um, The second one, I think, for Alice as is just—I mean, John Lundstrom. If that—if that is a way of showing you've not got any desire, then that is it. I mean, he gives up. I understand he's—he's he's, he's trying to get to in front of his man, and it takes a lot of effort. But he—he he just gives him free space to to put the ball across the box. Ben Davis as well, maybe should anticipate that Lundstrom's not getting back, and he has to do a bit better and get across his man. He maybe—I've not seen it back as of yet, so maybe I'm being a bit harsh there, but. Pretty simple goals from their perspective. And we touched on earlier. Seema obviously gave a good account of himself tonight. It's a good ball in from Lundstrom. I'll give him that. It's probably the only yep. positive he's getting out of this. <laughs> uh, and it's actually a really good header from Seema, who probably did deserve a goal tonight uh, based on how he played. He can definitely walk off that, off that part with a bit of pride. Um, sometimes I think his quality can be doubted, of Abdallah Seema, but he gave everything tonight um, and he deserved that goal. Just, we've touched on Seema, obviously, the positivity. Maybe just give me your assessment of... Of those Aris Limassol goals, you know, I just thought they were really poor and just summed up yep. how we are performing at the moment.
1: Yeah. I think it was massive tonight how we started this game. If we'd got the first goal, everybody, players, fans, management, big lift. And I think we go on from there and probably get a good a good win. In the end, I think that confidence would have instilled straight off the bat and we were fine. The fact we conced so early is a nightmare. Because I'm guilty of it. Most of the fan base would have thought, Oh, here we go again. New yeah. new management, new manager, same story, same players, uh, which turned out to be right, obviously. But the the first goal, um, I don't really understand what we do defending set pieces. We've done it all season, whether it's Livingston at home or in European games. We bring every single player back. Yeah, I don't really get it because if you look at who's played this season, guys like Scott Wright, Matondo, Cantwell, Danilo, they're not going to win your head on the box, so they're just standing in the box. <clears throat> just get in the way, really. So why we don't have players up the pitch ready to counter-attack or at least limit the amount of bodies they can bring forward?
0: Yeah, There's I think I think that's win. the point, Ian, isn't it? I think that's maybe the, the yeah, point you're the making thing, there. Yeah. It's not It's not necessarily that you're bringing these players back and that means that you're trying to pack the box. It, it, it means they can bring more men forward. Do you know what I mean? So if you can leave a player or, or two players up, you're negating the threat that that
1: team has from a set-piece, yeah. which is something I think we don't realise sometimes. Yeah, Motherwell done at Ibrooks, they left two or sometimes three guys up the pitch, or at least one yeah. kind of half and half, and it meant we couldn't load the box, and then exactly. suddenly our set-pieces are much less effective, but on the flip side, when you've got everyone at the back, it just, to me, it leads like, leads to this issue where no one quite knows who's got who, and who should be mm-hmm. who, eh, who should be where, sorry, and it's whole half-man marking, half sono marking thing, it's just it's a bit of a mess. And it's proven yeah. by one one guy is running in the box. Everyone else is stationary. One guy's running in. Times it well. Good header, as we said, but Goldens in no man's land. A Couple of guys who could be doing a bit better. Um I don't think Butland's got much of a chance with it, just the pace no. of it. Um second goal is ridiculously bad. It's it's just so put from the start, Lundstrom has the ball and he's just looking for a pass. And this is I'm quite a defender of Lundstrom, I must say. I don't I don't think he's as bad as some people tend to make out, but he's not good on the ball. And for a central midfielder at Rangers, that's like priority one, the amount of ball we have. So the fact that he's done the classic Rangers movement of where's Tav, looks for Tav, looks at the ball, looks at Tav, gets ready to play the ball. I mean, anyone knows where that pass is going. Yeah. Harris guy picks it up. But that's not the part that annoyed me the most. The part that annoyed me the most is that he breaks free from him and he's quicker. Again, that's going to happen. But Lundstrom has the perfect chance to pull them, trip them, nudge them, take the booking, knowing that, oh, hang on, we've got a bit of a bother here. I'm at fault if this goes in. I'll just take the card. It's, it's not as if it's right early in the game where a yellow card is an, an issue. Like it's what, 35, 40 minutes to go, something like that. Take the card, regroup. It's just awareness. It's something we're very good at for that previous Europa run. Take the card when needed. Do the till. Just be smart. Be yeah. committed. Be smart. It's, it's infuriating. And then obviously as you say davies could do better I, I wouldn't say it's his fault the ball was in but again like could be done better yeah um, but at that point my head dropped every player in that pitch's head dropped into the next 10 15 20 minutes we've done nothing we just looked about safe pass safe pass everyone terrified that they'd then give the ball away and that shouldn't be a rangers team a rangers no. team going two 0 down that's fine we've, we've, we've got enough about us to fix this and there's not one player Again, maybe is aside. Not one player who was looking to do it with it. And that's so demoralising to watch. It's, it's what we've watched all season, to be honest, but it kills you.
0: Yeah, th- there's no belief in the squad. Ian, I don't think there's any belief in the fan base at the moment either, because I- I'll just ask you your honest take this. Did you celebrate seema's goal?
1: I, I gave we wee fist bumps. I thought, right, here we go. Let's get so- let's yeah. just back up and running here. I did think it was offside. Still, yeah. A little bit debatable with the lines that came out um, and got away with that a little bit Um, but it wasn't so much of, oh we're going to win this now it was, let's hope to get a draw like, yeah, again and... if that was a couple of years ago, I, I think at that point we're winning that game, we're doing this Yeah, wasn't the same thought. I, I, I didn't really react to the goal Um, I'm probably
0: just a bit numb to things at the moment, I, w- I was the same in at in in the weekend and I know how terrible that sounds, you're not celebrating your team and scoring goals. I natural. get how it sounds, yeah. but it's just natural at the moment because I I knew that Rangers weren't winning that game after being 2 0
1: down tonight. Probably yeah. knew it, it was won the game. Exactly 0, right? the weekend I am sure you guys yeah. mentioned it in the podcast um, on Wednesday. Yeah. As soon as that second go- even when the first goal goes in to be quite honest, I knew we weren't scoring two. When the yeah. second goes in yeah.
0: yeah. You know, you know you know this team don't have enough about them to to come yeah. back into the game and make an impact and I'm I'm looking for a lot of leadership in this team at the moment. We didn't have it in our manager, and we're not. We don't have it in the squad either. Um, and, and I think the, the the goals we lost tonight, the the overall performance, I think I think shows that. Before we kind of, you know, ask you, you know, where do we go from here, right? Because that's always the question you ask when it's a it's a low point like this. Um, <laughs> just just give me your thoughts on serial deserters and Sam Lammers again tonight, Ian, because I thought. I thought the two of them struggled again. Just no confidence between them. You can start to now see the frustration, I think, between the two of them. Like Sam Lammers was showing a wee bit visibly more tonight that he's frustrated with things. Cyril Desers shouting and screaming that they're for a penalty. It's never, ever a penalty. You know, just getting really, really caught up in the emotion of the game. Just, Can you see a long-term future for either of these players at Rangers? I know it's really early on in their career, but... Do you, can you see a ma- any manager coming in and getting more from these players?
1: In terms of analysing the two of them, I don't know how many swear words we're allowed to say in this pod, <laughs> but I could go off on one. Like I, I, I'm so sick of them. Like I'll take them each on their own, right? Because they have different issues. I think Dessers, without being too harsh, is one of the worst strikers I've seen. Period. That's Rangers, Scottish football, Dumbarton games, like that's. I don't see anything about him that I like can't hold the ball up, can't finish, cannot stay on side, can't. I know he's made one good pass since he got here in the PSV game. That was nice. Beyond that, I, I just don't see it. I totally get his way out of confidence and maybe one finish. Like if he, if that chance he had was on side, that goes in. Maybe we see a different player. Maybe that's where the kind of. Possible potential could come from, but that's that's a stretch for me. I don't, I just don't see it with him. Lammers is one of the most ineffective players I've ever came across. Um, doesn't score, doesn't get assists. Um, he doesn't really link the play up as well as I think he could. We've I mean, seen. I think, he, sl- I think in, he slows it down. Slows to be it, honest, exactly. yeah. yeah. It's something that Hajdu done quite a lot, but I think Hadji yeah. was a little clever. A little bit more clever and he done it at the right time. And again, yeah. if he has to ramp it up, Hadji could do it. I just feel like Lamers is, is a version down from Hadji, which. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying Hadji was the answer. I've seen a lot of people saying bring him back. He'll be the. I don't know if he was quite the same player after injury either. But between them, I just don't see what Michael Beale saw to bring them here to to spend the bulk of our transfer fee on two guys who who don't score between them, don't create a lot of goals. I still don't really know where Lammers plays, which I've heard a lot of people say. I, I don't know if it's just off the striker of the wing. It, it just doesn't do anything for me, and it's brutal. But when I saw the lineup, and I knew that would be the lineup. It's not a surprise. But when I saw that front sort of four, including Scott Wright, I had big reservations that we would do anything tonight. I, I didn't see where any goal would come from unless it was like a Tav moment or a set piece kind of thing. Midfield two don't get your goals front forward, don't really get your goals, other than Seema. Again, he's got a lot of like backhanded praise here, but again he was fine, but <laughs> between Desters and Lammers, I just don't see a long-term future. That is, albeit they're both on four-year deals, so we might need to see long-term futures here.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think Serial Desters for me, uh, you you picked it up earlier there in your point. I'm really struggling to see what he offers. I, I, I always say this when I'm speaking to anyone about Rangers or on the podcast and things like that, I always say, I I personally just try and give players as much time as possible um, because I've been silly so often when I was younger and saying someone's rubbish and they would come back and be fantastic for Rangers, right? So I I try and give players time, I always do, but I don't see anything from Cyril Dessers that makes me think he's going to turn into a great player for Rangers. I I started to get to the point where I thought maybe he's just this kind of... Old-fashioned number nine, his is best business comes around the box, right? But even when he's in the box, he's just loose. He just doesn't look comfortable in possession at all. He doesn't oh, look like oh, a striker that's oh. going to be clinical when he gets a chance either. I don't. I don't know where we go with him. Sam Lammers, I think, still is trying. He's trying too hard. Instead of just doing the basics, he's trying too hard. He does a croy turn every two seconds as well, which is. It's just really. I know he's doing it. So everyone he's playing against knows he's doing it. So you can read and you can cut out the passing lanes. And, and he's very easy to press, I think, because he's not he's not got anything that's going to move him away from a player, right? So I think if we, this is wishful thinking at this point, hopeful thinking, I think if you can get someone in eventually a manager that can develop patterns of play, I think Lammers is one that I think could see come eventually. If he's got people around him, he's got a better understanding, he's got runners off him. I think that's what he needs to be honest, I think he needs yeah. people around him and runners off him, and we're a bit disjointed at the moment. I'm not trying to to you know not give him any criticism. He deserves it. I thought he was poor again tonight. He's just out of the two. I'm a wee bit more hopeful about him. I think that's the general feeling amongst the support to be there. I don't yeah. think I'm on my own saying that. But yeah, serial Dessers, I, I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I really don't understand why he was Michael Beale's number one target. I really don't get it. I, I don't know what he's seen in the player. Um, I'd love to hear from Michael Beale on that one day if he gets interviewed and he gets asked about these players. I just, I'd love to hear his analysis on what he thought they would bring to Rangers because I'm not seeing any of it so far, which is really disappointing at this stage. Um, we'll just finish up, Benny. I'll just, just where do we? You spoke about Paisley at the weekend, right? Yep. You know, where do we go from here? Did it? Does I have to be some really honest words this week with that interim team and Stephen Davis? Like, do these players really need to now take responsibility for this? Their manager's gone. They don't. Have, like I said before, they don't have that protection. They they need to start delivering. They're 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 really creating a big divide between themselves and the support. And I think a lot of them are at the point now where it's going to be very very difficult to change the perception. Like what. Does it just come down to just personal pride now that these players
1: need to come out and they need to give us something they need to deliver now? I think there's a couple of avenues for this. I think if we're trying to find some kind of positive, we are riddled with injuries just now. So if you look at like the first 11 as a whole, if someone's building your best Rangers team right now, Cantwell's in there, Lawrence is in there, Danilo's in there, Matondo yeah. probably is in there. Um, and I think Raskin back fit. Is in there? He wasn't fit tonight, you could tell. He was, no. he was off it. I think he done well at last how long he did, so fair play him for that. So when that five or six come into this team, that will get better. That's your, that's your attacking side of things. Defensively, I don't know. I feel like what I want to happen isn't going to happen. Like I would rather see guys like Sterling get a prolonged run in this team. Redvan, get that prolonged run that we've all been asking for for months now. Um, maybe bring Souter back in. I know he's has mistake after mistake at some point, but even if he was the right centre back, we would let Goldson know that he's not an automatic pick anymore. There's yeah. some very bold, brave calls that need to be made. I just don't expect it from being. I, I don't see Stephen Davis making that call. I don't really know who's going to come in and make that call. But it, it's getting to that point for me that I would rather see like youth players getting a chance and just see what they can do. I don't want to see Scott Wright anymore. I don't yeah. want to see Dessels anymore. I don't want to see Lammers, Cruyff turning anymore. I'd rather that was Lovelace, McCausland, Bailey Rice. Yeah. yeah. Like We hear these guys are good. We hear they've got enough. I I'm, I don't take in a lot of B team games. Now and again, I'll, I'll watch them, but anytime I have seen them, they look alright. They look like they could make it, but they need that chance. Like, what? Why why on Sunday, if Ryan Jacks fit, should he come back into the team? He's not done anything to do that. Why should yeah. Wright keep his place? It can extend. Why could Tav keep his place? Stellan's there. He was supposed to be the big competition for him. I think we've seen him get one start against Morton. Albeit it was poor that game, but that was his first start at the cold. And We need some change because I think myself, you, all the fans, we're just sick of this team. Which Again, yeah. it's a horrible thing to say about your team. You don't want to be sick of them. You want to be going to these games and going to watch them with excitement and a, a bit of enthusiasm, but I just, I just don't see how I can see that line up at the weekend and, and going forward and seeing Tav, and Barisic, Lundstrom and have any enthusiasm for it. So I'd like to see change, I'd like to see youth, I'd like to see guys that haven't had a sniff yet get that chance, but brutally honest, I don't expect it. I think this season will just rumble on, we'll finish 10, 15 points behind. I, I'm a bit dubious with Europe now. I thought we'd been in a good position after today. We're kind of back to where we started, which... I don't know. If, if, if you're up in third place just now, I'd probably take it and go for a run in the Conference League. And that's pretty pathetic for, for where we were at the start of the season, expecting Champions League.
0: I think that's fair. I think a lot of people would feel the same way. I think we put ourselves in a really healthy position with that win against Real Betis. I thought Rangers showed a lot of the good qualities about this squad in that second half, a lot of character um, because Real is maybe weren't great on the night, but they did show a, a lot of their quality. And I think Rangers responded to that in that second half and they got a really good start in this group. Um, and I think going there tonight, maybe, maybe it was a wee bit wishful thinking from from me as, you know, personally thinking the Rangers could go and win that game and maybe get six points, but even coming away with a draw, it's not, not the end of the world no if they got a draw and and put in a performance if it was a performance with that draw and people go okay it's away in europe at least you dug in you had a go none of that we didn't get any of that i I have to say as well i I agree with what you're saying though in terms of when it comes to to the youth i'm not really someone that when rangers have a bad performance jump in and go (laughs) we need to give all these young boys a chance right i don't i just don't think that's constructive to those young players i don't think that helps them to be thrown into situations that you know it's a a lot of pressure to play for rangers regardless when it's going wrong it's there's arguably even more pressure right so i always like to think of the 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 players coming through and trying to give them the best chance to make the best impression but even i am now at the point that i don't want to see i understand that a lot of these players are going to have to keep playing because of the injury situation but i don't want them to be guaranteed starts every single week I, I need to see a freshness now. I think I need to be, see people get an opportunity in this team. Serial Dessers, Sam Lammers, yep, Scott Wright, you said there, they don't deserve to be starting. I think you could go through the backline as well and be honest, right? They probably don't deserve to be starting either. Tab, Goulton and and, and Borna Barasic in there. Ben Davis was poor tonight, John Lundstrom. You go through the whole team, right? Other than Jack Butland, right? You probably argue that none of them deserve to play, but you, we are realistic. We understand that. The guys that have been here for a long time are going to play, but they need to step up then. They need to because any affinity that this support had with these players is quickly diminishing. Um, It's probably diminished. I'm probably being hopeful here in this podcast and trying to think there's something still there between the fans and and the club. There's just a huge disconnect. I think the fans are completely disillusioned right now. and I'm not really sure where we go, Ian, to be honest. I think... We're really in trouble now. Um, I sometimes think it's a wee bit of an exaggeration when things get described as in crisis or whatever.
1: But I, I think we are there now, really, yeah, with what we're seeing. From is, yeah, yeah. It doesn't to me. I, I don't see the end point that's going to like improve things. I don't see. No. I don't see a manager coming in, just clicking his fingers, and, and we're off and running. There's, there's so many players in the squad that, that now have multi-year deals, I and mean, we're not going to recoup the kind of money that we paid for these guys. So we are going to be stuck with them on big wages, big contracts. And if if the performances continue the way they are just now, it just doesn't bear thinking about. It really doesn't.
0: <sighs> yeah, well, I think we'll leave it there. Um, we're coming up to the half hour. That was a, a half hour that uh, hopefully we don't have to do too often again because that was difficult to talk about. Um, Ian, I appreciate you coming on with tonight and, and chatting about that. I know it's not easy after a game like that, especially when the emotions are are high and it's a bit raw. But I, I appreciate your time. Thank you.
1: No, I'd rather vent to you than the wife and kids. So, <laughs> takes care of that, <laughs> I guess.
0: That's definitely the way to look at it, and, and hopefully everyone uh, uh, listening to to this feels the same way. Hopefully they can come and you know share the <laughs> share the pain with us. I suppose that's the best way to look at it right now. But yeah, we'll leave it there. Um, thanks for everyone tuning in. Uh, We really appreciate all the support here and and let's hope we can see a, a better performance from Rangers this weekend in Paisley. Cheers, everyone. Thank you.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.